I'm Grace Eubank. And I'm Ryan Beck. We are married. So now we're putting our marriage to the test with a podcast. This is Falling in Love with My Wife. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Ryan and mostly Ryan today because (laughs) Grace, uh, well, you know, Grace has had a myriad of physical uh, problems this year, the year of 2022. Uh, It began with her um you know just breaking her foot mm-hmm. in january and uh then uh it's pretty much been downhill from there um and today she well i guess okay so grace hasn't been able to leave the house um for a, about and six and a half weeks six and a half weeks yeah and she did she got to leave it was really nice the mm-hmm. past week and she went outside and she has been inside since um and when you are outside grace uh just you, you caught a cold yeah, it appears that um, me stepping outside, not going anywhere other than uh, walking truly around our our block, just around our block, not even crossing a street, Mm-mm. not even crossing one street, uh, I caught some kind of a cold. Yep, and so now you have this very, uh, you can barely speak, and you're drinking this disgusting throat coat tea that I, I made for you, and I accidentally um, used a knife that had a bunch of butter on it to mix it up, <laughs> so it's, it's this weird butter throat coat tea. That it I prepared helped. for you. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the tea is so gross that a little butter is not going to be the there. worst. It's it's awful. Um, I, I don't know what they drink it after shows. Yeah, it's bad. So um, this is uh, going to be an abbreviated podcast, but we do owe the fans, the people, the family, the friends an episode this week. And if people are listening to it tomorrow, March tenth, March tenth through thirteen, I'm in uh, St. Louis at the Westport Westport Funny Bone. Very cool. So I'll be on the road. Um, catch me this weekend, Westport Funny Bone. Tickets are just 10 bucks, which is pretty cool. That's a steal. It's a steal and a deal. And also, um, there's a lot of people who probably have watched my special or heard my album and uh, maybe want to come to the show. It's going to be all different material except for like maybe one or two jokes. But um, right now, it's all it's all new stuff. And so if I repeat something, it's because you've shouted it out and want to hear it, which is fine by me. Um, anyway, uh, Grace... It's been quite a year. It has. We have Jerry here. Yeah. He's watching us podcast right now and eating one of his crinkle books. Yes. This one's uh, about fruit. Yeah. I don't even know why they have... They should just like be a color. <laughs> it doesn't matter that there's fruit on it or whatever. He's not giving me the fruit book over the one with numbers on it. Right. There's true. also one about animals where they just like throw a unicorn in there. And it's like, what are we teaching these kids? But the one that drives me crazy is the one about shapes. Shapes. And it'll be like the first couple of pages are like circle, square, triangle. And then there's rectangular. Rectangular. Yeah. It says circle, square, all, triangle, rectangular. And it's like, what, what exactly... And we, I was like trying to see where these things are made, and I think they're made in uh, South, like South Korea or something. It's a Canadian company. A uh, Canadian company. Okay, rectangular. Yeah, sure. I mean, he loves these things. We're not going to worry too much about the um, educational content. No, he really just loves to hear the crinkle. So he, he likes can... to crinkle. He likes to shove it in his mouth. The pediatrician told us that we got to fatten him up. So now it's Operation Fat Jerry yeah. over here, and uh, yeah, we're just like chugging chugging milk yeah and you hurt your you hurt your voice i can't believe that you were able to go outside one time in over you know almost two months i know and you caught something and i feel fine well what i was (laughs) thinking i know the what i was thinking about is that i don't think i've ever not left the house for that long in my entire life i'm trying to think like what the longest would have been and i think it's maybe a week yeah, except for like Maybe. when you were like a baby or something. But even then, you're probably even in and then, out of the house because it was the summer. I would go outside. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, that's a long time. Can you pick up his book? Sure can. So basically, um, we've had a lot to deal with as a couple. Yes, it's true. Because you can't, you, you've just had a terrible year. Well, I, uh, it Physically. was, yeah. Emotionally tough, but. I don't know if terrible, but it's been like a, um, a rocky year. Everything is very, uh, has been very out of, n- not normal. Yes. Yeah. I think it's one of those interesting things where a lot of us, um, and I think that 2020, 21, 22, all of this has been kind of like a wake up call to how nice it is to have an ordinary day, mm-hmm. you know, where you just wake up and you have some breakfast, mm-hmm. you get a coffee, you go to work, you come home, you watch some TV, you go to bed, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, make yourself some dinner, whatever it is, regular day. And I don't know the last time that I had like an ordinary day, but also I picked an an extraordinary, like a weird kind of lifestyle for myself because I, I, you know, a lot of people lost work and stuff in 2020. Yeah, I wasn't doing as many shows, but uh, like my creative work persisted. Yeah, it was, you know, everything was weird. And everything has been weird, but my lifestyle typically is not like I wake up, I go somewhere, I come back, I do this, and then like you know, yeah, I'm all I hours. very much had a routine. You had a routine that That's I've what not I'm had in over two years now. Right. So that's with it, not without its struggles. Then the physical toll of delivering a baby mm-hmm. really hard. Then the new year starts. Okay, let's get back after it. <laughs> We're gonna work's coming back. Um, you know, we got a routine with the baby. We're getting this stuff figured out. I've got a, more of my like we, you know, schedule coming every night and that was good. And then the foot was broken and now yeah. you can't speak. I know. It's really uh, I, I don't even know where what's next. Like what's next? I know. I kind of this trying to figure n- out like what happens to you next. Too. Yeah. You, I would like to think that it's the end. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you want no the no that the health the issues that the health issues are at this is the end of the health issues and that you are fine i knew what you meant after like a second but uh, well. uh to me it sounded like you were like no this is this is the end no i don't the want end that of to grace. be the end uh no i i mean obviously my voice is um going to come back and i have two cups of hot beverage right in front of me um and this is the most you've spoke all day. I know. You haven't been speaking to me. You've been getting, shooting me dirty looks and doing bad sign language. It is pretty bad. Yeah. You, you, I said, do you want honey in your tea? And instead of nodding yes, you mi- you tried to mime a bee <laughs> going into... <laughs> to, to be fair, you said, do you want lemon in your tea? And I was like, no, I want honey. Oh, that's what it and was. so that's why I tried to mime... You I, mime, yeah, you you started doing like draw. It looked like you were drawing circles, <laughs> but that was the path of a bee flying, which you later explained in far more words than uh, if you just said "honey, please," <laughs> or "I want honey," or "please put some honey in my teacup." Honey, 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 honey. Any of those words are are f- fewer than this weird description of how you did the horrible pantomime. Sugar. Of like a cartoon oh, bee, honey, honey. A, like a dotted line that you'd see in like a Winnie the Pooh book. Yeah, that's going exactly into, what I was and then going you did for. like the hive. You'd like held up like a cert, <laughs> like a beach ball type looking mime work, <laughs> and the bee went into that. And I'm like, what are you describing to me? <laughs> you want to? I was like, you want to? You want to sew? 
<laughs> it was a horrible Pictionary. What? That's not even Pictionary. What is it? Charades. Charades. Yeah. I thought it was. Uh, that was like immediately where my mind went. I was like, this is definitely the best way to communicate this. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't. Aren't the person who's like the one that comes up with new ASL. That's true. Your sign languages would be all over the place. I know. Honey, B. What's the sign for B? Well, you have to go back to, uh, uh, you know, the bugs, you know, whatever. I don't know. Go back to the bugs. Yeah. Just your brain works in very weird ways. Mine works in weird ways, and yours is uh, hard to keep up with sometimes. What was the other one I did? I don't know. You did an A. I s- you said he was a champ. You said Jerry's drinking like a <laughs> champ. And I said a chimp, and, you s- and then you just signed the the letter A, like YMCA style. Yeah. And I was like, "What is? He's a pyramid? What are you saying to me?" Yeah, I put my ha- like the tips of my hands together with my elbows all the way out in front. Yeah, of- like a diamond or a triangle, yeah. a triangular. Triangular. And I was like, "What are you? What are you talking about?" So it's been a communication has taken a hit. It's true. We have some... Well, uh, hold uh, on. The other thing that okay. the communication has taken a hit is that um, you were trying to be off your phone. Yes. And so... In a successfully. I have been I off my phone have. successfully because my screen time was like over four hours a day and that was an unacceptable to me. I didn't want to yeah. be like that. And, and so what I did, and this isn't going to work for everybody, is that I just started to put it far away from me. What's wrong, bud? You need some attention? So I started putting my phone away from me. It's not by my side. Because if it's by my side, I anxiously pick it up and I look at it or I start to to scroll and I do all this kind of stuff. And I've had many consecutive days now of sub two two hours. That's great. Sub two hours screen time. Sometimes sub one hour, Mm -hmm. which is pretty impressive, I think. So I'm happy with this. I'm going to try to continue to do that. But, um, you know, I don't want it to be high. So this, so it's it's hurt our communication because you keep texting me from the other room and I don't see it for hours at, uh, at a time. Correct, yeah. Because I'm trying not to move around the house too much and I'm also trying not to use my voice too much. Yes, because your foot's broken. You can't shout now. Yeah. You don't have a little uh, bell. No, I should just get a little bell. You should get a little bell. But I need a, a series of bells. Yes. Please. You need one for honey. <laughs> no, I need one. It's like an urgency where it's like, hey, this is just something I need. I like, I want to talk to you about something, not a rush. Other one is like, I have fallen. It's yeah. like a gong. Yeah. You know what? I don't think that you would use the I need an urgent thing because I think I that you regularly minimize your own problems. <laughs> and so if you had like three bells that were for different urgencies, you don't like whether it was like, hey, what do you want to eat later? Or like I have cut off my finger and I need to go to the hospital immediately, you'd ring the lowest priority bell because you'd be like, well, he's playing his game. <laughs> I don't want to bother true. him. That's probably true. He's been he's he's probably a little tired. <laughs> so I should wait until he wakes up and comes check on me. Uh, so then then I you know what? I'll, maybe then he'll that we'll have enough ice to put my finger on. <laughs> Well, because I'm going to need you to make ice. You're going to need me to make ice. Yeah. Yes. But so that's the, the first bell is for ice. Ice is no big deal. Sure. Third bell. Um, but that this is this is kind of the, been the thing is that communication. We've had to. I know that you how you communicate. I know how you do that. You minimize. You um, don't really make yourself a priority. Yes, sir. And Lily is watching Jerry. That's really sweet. Know, that She's nice. just sitting at his feet. Um, but I think that's what makes a successful relationship, um, or a 
a relationship that has the hopes to be successful. I don't know if we, I I, th- I don't know if we can call it ourselves a successful relationship. Uh, I think we're doing a good job. I think we're doing a good job. Yeah, I wouldn't call ourselves say we have an unsuccessful relationship. No, no, but it's just like, what does that mean to be a successful? <laughs> See, he doesn't know. Um, so, but I know how I know your quirks of how you. Uh, yeah. You uh, leave some things out of conversations. I've dropped all my nouns. You've dropped a lot of nouns. I need this for this and that. Can I you grab the... me? One, can you grab me that? I was gonna put that into this but <laughs> for those, and I'll be like, I need a na- I need a noun here. Any noun, please. Any noun, I can get the rest of the context. <laughs> but it's just patience and like knowing your weird quirks, and then not trying to be like change. Mm-hmm. Although I I think that you have changed in the positive for like you've advocated more for yourself since we've been together have increasingly. I? Yeah, because I've told you like you need to ask her help right now. Yeah, yeah. You're totally helpless. In the, and now you're now we're close to your appointment where I think they're going to give you a good note about your foot. Mm-hmm. But until that point, you need to take it easy because I can, you know, take care of the baby when he's just yelling for no reason. He's just singing. It's fine. I think he needs to go to sleep soon. I think he does too. Um, I just want to say though that I, uh, when I get out of this boot and like I'm like fully walking around, yeah, I am gonna be so bewildered about where things are because you have been putting everything away. I haven't put and anything away in the wrong spot yet. Well, we need to take a put a pin in this. Okay. And I'm gonna put the baby down, and we'll come back. Okay. Okay, we are back, and I have Jerry in my lap. Jerry, uh, Jerry, baby's first podcast. Yeah. He's holding the microphone. But Grace, before we took the break, mm-hmm. uh, and also I just figured out my grievance for you this week. And I, the, I don't know if the baby burp was caught on the. I don't know. On the that audio. was pretty cool. But you said that you're not think you're going to be able to find anything in the house because uh, I've been doing everything. Yeah. That's probably right. I want to defend myself, but it's probably right. I already put something. It was honey, actually. Honey has been kind of the theme. That's what made me think. I of put it. that way up high because I was like, we don't need this right now. And then um, you like bumped the shelf and it hit me in the head. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. I felt now so I, bad. I, well, I, now I understand why we don't put honey at the top shelf. So it's not. Um, it's not stable enough. No, the base isn't good enough. Yeah. This is why I need you. This is why I need you to put things away and to like figure organize things and order the groceries. Also, you love going grocery shopping. Oh, I love it. And so now you've been just ordering everything online, mm-hmm. which we didn't even do during like the height of COVID. I know. We didn't order things online. The groceries, mm-hmm. no. We go to the store. But yeah. now with how expensive things are at the store uh, and you not being able to go anyway, you've yeah. been getting your grocery store fix online. Do you recommend this to people? Here's the thing. If you have a broken foot and an infant, yeah, order online. I do not get the same high that I do of going to the grocery store. The same high. Um, But... It is, you know, it'll do. It is very exciting to, like, get all the groceries when, like, back. Because, like, you order it, like, a day in advance or something. It's when they're actually delivered. You're like, oh, yeah, I forgot I ordered this. This is awesome. I'm so glad we have goldfish now. I'm yes. order- I'm ordering goldfish, by the way. Oh, you are? Yeah. Awesome. The flavor yeah. blasted? Oh, that's a good That's a good call. I don't know if they have it. You but I'll see. Flavor- that's the other if thing. If you're not flavor blasting your goldfish... Who are you? I know. Um, but yeah, that's the other thing is that like things go in and out of stock so quickly. Yeah, it's bad. Um, I've been, you know, like just really hunting down certain certain items and you got to jump on it when that frozen asparagus 
is in stock. You know, <laughs> yeah, which we can't, isn't even that good. We can't dilly dally. Um, we have a we have a listener um, mail. Mm. Would you like to answer that today? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Then while I pull this up, um, I just want to say that you're doing a great job speaking, um, and I didn't really think that you had it capabilities today well my voice was kind of gone and now uh since i have these two hot bevs and i'm almost done the first it's really uh helping me out here okay here is the email um this is from nina she wants to say hi pals love the pod some of the themes from last week episode are resonating over here both my fiance and i have had health issues this past week mine was a scheduled medical procedure that wound up with some unexpected complications and his was a surprising infection that kept him two nights in the hospital. We are officially frequent flyers at Northwestern Medical Center. I have a tendency to be more of a caretaker and feel guilty when I'm not productive or contributing to the house. Mm-hmm. Years of internalized patriarchal pressure. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was hard to know that my fiance was in the hospital. And although I ran a go bag over to him, the following two days I was laid up. And he repeatedly said he was fine and I should focus on myself. Now that he's back... He continually says it's fine to do the lion's share of housework. My mom has asked a few times if she should fly out once things were escalating with our health, and we repeatedly said no. If we had kids or if we're both bedridden, it would be a different story. And Kevin, her husband or her fiance, said a few times that he's okay to do everything health and capacity-wise, and he doesn't mind. In fact, he's committed to be my caretaker, for better or for worse, I guess. And I actually think he was offended when my mom said he she could fly out uh, so he didn't have to do everything. Mm. So her question is twofold. Number one, Grace, how are you navigating this feeling of helplessness slash guilt? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like we are similar in our way where we could would rather eat glass than be an inconvenience <laughs> um, True. to another person or perceived inconvenience to another person. And the second question is, was there a defining moment for the two of you where you thought, oh, this is my primary caretaker, emergency contact, my person, as opposed to a parent? Was it weird for you? Was it a moment of recognition for your parents, too? Um, I want to answer the second part first. Okay, go for it. Uh, Immediately upon us living together, you were my emergency contact in person. But I'm also 1,100-something miles from my family. Right. I mean, you know. I'd much rather have you uh, be there in be an there. hour than it wait sure. <laughs> <laughs> a day to right. have anybody else come in and yes. take care of me. Yeah, I think it was probably uh, around the same time for me when we moved in together. Uh, but I do remember having like my on my iPhone, there's like the health app and it has like your um, your emergency contacts. Oh, yeah. And um, me putting you like down as one of them was like a thing in my mind yeah i think it was a much bigger thing in your mind than it was in my mind yeah because if i if there's an emergency where you got to call your emergency contact i don't care who it is yeah <laughs> I, something worse has happened to me than any like whatever yeah someone's coming you just need someone to come do you think you're the emergency contact for anyone else i believe on my brother's uh I think if my brother gets hit by a bus, he, like I get like ten thousand bucks or something. Oh, you're a beneficiary, not an emergency yeah, contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I contact me when the emergency's over. Right, I'm right. the beneficiary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grace, how how have you? Um, question one: How are you navigating the feeling of helplessness and guilt? Well, with great difficulty. Um, and Nina and I are the same. This is like I think what she said about like perceived inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Um, because I. The both of us are like, oh my God, if 
this person is inconvenienced in any any way like our lives are over um and it, it i think it hurts us more than it does the other person i'm exhausted it's been a but long you're not complaining. no i'm not complaining it has been a long almost seven weeks yeah. or seven weeks today or yeah. tomorrow it's been a long time mm-hmm. and i'm really tired but i've I, i've told you time and time again it, i'm happy to help you and i want to help you and i don't want and also there's part of me that feels selfish in the sense that um i'm like sit down i will bring you whatever you're like dumb thing that you're trying to go get from the kitchen it's mm-hmm. much easier for me to go get that um because it, if you try to go get it and you don't heal properly it's weeks more of me having to do all this stuff again that's true so i'm like just sit down and let me grab your dumb seltzer <laughs> because when you get up and clunk your foot around you're not healing i know the baby was crying and i was in the back room and you were um like very close to him and i beat you to the baby like that's how slow you are even when you're trying to get to the something you're slow and you can't get around and you keep cutting me off to the bathroom at night by the way where i have to like get around you i can't get around your crutches i'm like we have a skinny hallway i'm like i gotta go you gotta gotta move it or lose it well yeah i'm going to the bathroom first because i have been holding it so that i don't have to walk around so much no one asked you to hold it but you are like, why are you getting up? You ask me all the time, why are you getting up? I, I just like, need to I know. To Bathroom's pee. permissible. I've never said don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> I've never said hold your pee. I've never said hold I, your pee. I have my hall pass. This is a sanctioned activity. <laughs> well, some of it is... Some, you've been getting up for... some. You've tried to get up for pretty dumb reasons. Anyway, <laughs> how are you dealing with the guilt and the helplessness? Delve into that. Answer the question. We'll do okay. some grievances. We'll get out of here. I am... Uh, truthfully not doing well with it because i really hate asking for help i like being the independent lady that i am um and a lot of these things are like things that i'm like almost like embarrassed to ask for not even embarrassed but it's just like oh my god you want another cup of tea like and it's the stuff i would like not think about twice doing for myself Mm -hmm. um but or like you just made all of dinner and it's like, oh, there's no Parmesan on the table. <laughs> like, <laughs> And I like, I'll a- I will ask for it. But like, I feel bad because it's like you just made the entire dinner and I was sitting here. Yeah. Um, and then you sit down. And I'm like, oh, get up again and go get this other thing. And then clean the table, do the dishes. Yeah. Bring you ice cream. But you're not complaining. No, but I think that contextually it's important to point out why yeah, you're yeah. feeling guilty is that it's like every facet of every meal exactly is, you know, I'm the go get it person. We've they, even made jokes because I have to. Can I share this about your uh, bathing situation? Oh, yeah. You've <laughs> yeah. Had, so you've only been able to take baths because uh-huh. you have a walking boot and your foot is always purple when you take off yeah. your cast. Yeah. Um, but I've had to help you get in and out of the bathtub. Yeah. So we've even made jokes that you've called me the, um, what am I? Uh, the, the bath boy. The bath boy. Yes. Because I have to pull so you in I'll, and out of a bathtub. When you... <laughs> I think we might have even mentioned this already. Uh, when, yeah, when I'm done, I will just shout, oh, Ryan, my bath boy. Yes. And, it's um, very Victorian. You will have to... Yeah, you have to like, I can't, I can't do it by myself. No. I would f- slip and fall. And that's why I am ha- don't mind doing it. Yeah. But I understand the guilt. I understand the um, feeling and it like uh, you're being inconvenient or you're inconveniencing the me. The other thing I struggle with is like not just like thinking you all day. Maybe that's why my throat hurts because 
I'm just saying thank you 24-7. Well, a big part of that is that you have 12 cups of tea a day. I know, but uh, like anytime you do anything, I have to say thank you. Otherwise, my soul it, it, like shrivels up. Yes, I've told you to stop telling me. To, it's like, it's fine. But the, it's really like hard if like you made the whole dinner and then I'm just sitting there and I watch you clean up and I sit there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, that's hard. I have to say thank you. I get it. I get it. I get that it's hard. How do you manage with like what? Are, do you have any tricks? How are you managing the guilt? Are you just living in it? Sitting I'm in kind, it? I, like honestly, I'm kind of just living in it and sitting in it. You haven't found a workaround? Like my phone, I put it across the room. I don't know. Is there a way for you to manage this like guilty feeling? Well, I am reminding myself that like, yeah, this is like only temporary. This is not a full time. Not a full time thing. Uh, permanent thing mm. so i think i'm yeah i am reminding myself of that um if my foot were broken you would be doing this stuff for me it, yeah that's also what i'm thinking not about. that this is some kind of quid pro quo situation like it doesn't have to like if even if you weren't to take care of me i'm happy to do it i really am yeah i'm i'm not excited to do it <laughs> i don't like it's not my top choice weight sure. on grace hand and foot is yeah. not like yeah this is what i want to do but since you are hurt and you need this to happen I'm, I'm, uh, I feel like I, I have, um, uh, purpose, mm-hmm. right? I feel like valuable to you. And, mm-hmm. and, um, these are things that like you have a problem and I can solve it. You know how rewarding oh, that is yeah, as a that's man? True. Because most of the time you're talking about problems and you just want to be listened to. Ugh. Annoying. Terrible. I don't want to mm-hmm. listen to you. I'm going to solve things. <laughs> you need tea? I can boil some water. Yeah, I'm a man. You know, that's so, that's maybe. A way not to feel so guilty is to know that uh, boys like to do things. Yeah, that's really true. That's so, really true. You know. And I would do this for you. Yes. And I plan, once you're healed, uh, I'm not. I'm just going to lay around <laughs> and tell you to do stuff. And it's going to be awesome. I'm going to say no. I know. And then you're going to break your foot on purpose. I would not break my foot on purpose. Yeah. I would get um, a walking boot and pretend that my foot is broken. Whoa. No, I wouldn't do that either. You can borrow but mine. when you're healed, you're definitely going to bring me a cup of tea. And I'm, I might not even say thank you. Wow. That would make my soul shrivel up and die again. <sighs> okay. I love saying thank you. I Okay. I will say thank you. I love saying thank you. It's my favorite thing. Grievance for you. All right. You got one for me? Um. Yeah. But you go you first. Do? Yeah. Hit me. No, you go first. Baby pants. <laughs> why do you keep putting pants on this baby? I don't understand pants why. Pants and socks? Impossible. Every baby should live in a bag that you can zip up. And he has a <laughs> lot of bags and pajamas. We call them pajamas. They're just bags that you throw the baby in. You zip them up and he's fine. He's happy. He's going to drool over it. Why do I have to put little socks on him? And why do I have to struggle to put... You know what I did today? I put on pants. I put on one leg of pants. Mm-hmm. And I got his other foot. And I started putting it in there. And he kicked off the other leg. <laughs> and then I got that leg in. And then I go to the other side. And he kicked that one off. Here's what What kind of... What's the point? Okay. Here's the thing. I don't think they are any harder than the That's pajamas. Incorrect. That's incorrect. It's just that you have perfected putting on the pajamas now. And like now you know how to do it. But the pajamas aren't easy to put on. They because you easy. have to like... You still have to put his little legs through. No, you don't. You shove them in. Nothing's going through anything. <laughs> His, 
Okay. All right. That's the difference. But I showed you how to do it and you're just not doing it. No, I did do it. I did it exactly like you showed me and he kicked out of him twice in a row. You need to practice. Also, the reason... We just need to get him pajamas for every day of the year until he wears jeans to to (laughs) kindergarten. The reason we're doing this is because he's spit all over all of his pajamas already. Oh, cool. Let's have him spit over things that are harder to get on and off. I'm the one changing every diaper right now, and I can't get these little pants on and off. That is false. That is false. I'm doing a ton of diapers, and you know it. Out here. Out here. You are doing a lot of diapers. I'm doing a ton. Right next to where you sit. That's true. We have a station set up. I apologize. I'm doing... I did four while you were in the shower. Yes. Well, you know, let him sit in it. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for doing the diapers. You're welcome. But I, I can't deal with baby pants. Grievance aired. Uh, grievance you just, aired. You need to practice. You're going to get good at it. I don't it. think this is a me issue. I don't think babies pa- should be in pants. I think at most they should be wearing kilts that Velcro. That's that's not correct. And we with just a diaper had to put on the some socks on because his little feet would get cold. It's a cold day. But if he's in a bag. Okay. Um, my grievance for you is that, um, sometimes you try to help, but not in the right way. (laughs) So at night you like bring me my crutches, um, sometimes, and you just like, you hand them to me like way before I'm ready. Um, and you'll like give them to me like behind the table where it's just like, oh, I kind of like, I need to like shift my way over and like get to an open area or you'll hand them to me and there's just like a hundred obstacles in my path. (laughs) You're looking at me so mad. This is the first grievance where I'm actually upset. Well, tell of me. all the times in our <laughs> podcast. Because it could easily be solved by take a step back or wait a second. Once you could say that and I would catch it. But you held on to it for two weeks. We haven't podcast in two weeks. You've held on to this for two weeks. Oh, I'm sorry that I brought you your crutches. Do you hear yourself? There's something in my path. Unbelievable. That's my grievance. Unbelievable. And I apologize. My grievance is that you bring me the only thing that can get me to the bed, (laughs) but it's too close. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You can throw some honey at my head. (laughs) Yeah, you hit me in the head with honey. This is abuse. Uh, well, Gracie, I love you. I'm love sorry that th- your throat's or your voice sounds better than I expected because you've been yeah. really scratchy all day, and I think this disgusting tea with butter in it is working. I know. I can't believe you put butter in I it. I didn't intentionally put butter in it. I just and also you can't believe that. That sounds like wholly believable. I, uh, yeah, I do believe that you put it in. Uh, why didn't you just like if you if I could like explain how close the clean knives and spoons and everything were that you could have just taken from the drawer it was like directly under where you were uh yeah that's right but instead you took the butter knife that had butter on it and mixed my honey and my tea in there so I just part of it was convenience it was out i didn't really notice there was butter when i did notice there was butter on it i said this is probably cool <laughs> she'll never know or she'll be like this is the greatest tea of all time so it was pretty good well you know what you're welcome yeah do you want to say thank you? No. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Bye. Catch Bye. me in St. Louis this weekend, folks.